say that I'm also pretty good at math. I feel like out of every subject, that was the one that kind of made the most sense to me because I was like, mm-hmm. there is literally one answer. Yeah. You can't, like, just think about it. Like, find it, remember the equation, then put it on the piece of paper. There's, like, no arguing for it. No. Some kids would try, I remember, because I did, I was, like, in, like always, like, in advanced math in, like, middle and high school. Okay. So I was always, like, two years ahead. Oh, my and gosh. I was just, like, with some of, like, the worst people ever because it was just, like, you guys are know-it-alls and you think you are so smart. Yeah. That's kind of, I, I have a similar experience because I went to an academy. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. Those people are the worst. Yeah. The people that fight for that 4.0. And, like, the only way you could stay in the school is if you kept a 3.5 or above. No, no one was happy at that school. Oh, God, no. No one was happy. Especially, I'm like, <laughs> there. Would be, I would be like, I'm depressed. I'd be like, what's depression? Right. Huh? Just do your work. Just do your work. What do you do? Take an Adderall or Lip, something. <laughs> take an Adderall or something. Go to therapy. Go to, I mean, what are we supposed to do? We're just a counselor. And I was just like, you're right. And then mm. I... The only time that counselor ever helped me in high school was like once. Mm. And they were just like, um, don't listen to people about your lisp. It's going to make you you. And then mm-hmm. I said, you're right. And then I said, it makes me meet all my friends. And they were like, ooh. <laughs> but also teenagers are just so mean too. Uh, have you watched any part of Stranger Things yet? I'm not. I know. I haven't seen any of it. Not even like the first season. I know, I'm one of, like, the few people who doesn't watch it. No. <laughs> I know. Uh, y'all, first, we just kind of dove into a little bit of conversation. <laughs> and apparently Theo wanted to be in this episode, too. Hi, but welcome, love, to the podcast. Hi. It is a good to finally meet you. Yeah, nice to meet um, you. I've been kind of stalking them on Twitter a little bit. Um, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I just need to have them on my podcast. <laughs> is ASAP, it, I, is my Twitter's so chaotic. It's so chaotic, <laughs> but it's literally... The thing is, it's literally exactly what everyone's thinking. And also, like, I feel like with your Twitter, between you, just everyone in Chicago's Twitter, they, Theo, what are you doing, my baby? Girl, what do you see? Girl, it's this little crack. They think it's like a little bug oh, or something. it's like a fly. And so they keep trying to go for it. And Theo, every single podcast, he likes to jump from this one to this one. Oh, and do that's, it. Do it, Theo. Do it. Yay! Yay! <laughs> it's literally like almost I would say fifty percent of the podcast it jumps like a cat I jumps. This. I love it. You're so my cute. Baby. But do you have any pets? Yeah, I have a dog. His name is Oscar. He's like a little mid-sized, like thirty-pound dog. Okay. And he's great. He's super cute. Um, What's up? I yeah. What's I, up? I love him, and I adopted him like. It'll be two years this August. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and he just, like, we don't know. His, he's a rescue, so we don't know his actual birthday, but yeah. he, like, just turned three. That's what it, like, says on his birth certificate. It was, yeah. like, May 15th is his birthday. Mm. But um, we, like, celebrated. I got him, like, a little, like, cookie that says happy birthday from the pet store. That's literally so adorable. <laughs> and I just, like, fed it to him over time because I'm, like, if you have this whole thing right now, like, you're just going to shit all over the place. <laughs> I don't You're, like, here's the pieces. Happy birthday every day. Yeah, exactly. I one thing is when you give your pet a treat and you look, sit there and you're like, you better not poop this out, or right. you are not getting the same treat right, ever exactly. again. Or that little piece of human food where you're like, fine, have this one. Right. Greedy because they'll just keep bothering you, especially now that I live in a studio. Theo is, as you can see, constantly on me or around me, mm-hmm. and I'm like, That's oh my so god, cute. just get away. Yeah. But I also I love it. Like mm-hmm. without him, I'm just like nothing. Well, that's how I feel about Oscar for sure, especially because. The past two months, 
um, I was like kind of couch surfing while okay. I was trying to find an apartment. Yeah. And so I was just like very lucky to have Oscar there and Aww. like just have someone there. But also just like it's nice like, you know, when I was like going through a hard time, it's like I still have to be responsible to take care of someone else. Yeah. And it's like, you know. Um, I remember like Lucy had said this about Nelson like there are days when like she doesn't want to get up out of bed but then it's like I have to get up to go let this dog yes. shit or something and so it's like just those like few minutes of like air outside every yeah. day like that is consistently happening is just like it's like okay I yeah. can like keep moving forward I no I I got Theo during um the pandemic mm-hmm. and when I tell you I remember I was just like before I got Theo I would just lay in bed and be like I'm sad yeah because i was at the senior year of my college and i was just like i need something and like you know i was sitting there and i was just like uh my my mom told me she was like i know this pandemic is hard but don't turn to like um like not not turn but don't like start drinking because that would just be pro- very problematic for you right now and i was mm-hmm. like then i listened to her and i was like you know what you're right da, 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 da. and then like i got theo and like literally lit up my whole world <laughs> it, like i was so happy when i got him Aww. and um <laughs> he's such a baby he's so baby I and he him. sleeps literally all the time that's oscar he <gasps> loves to sleep but he also loves to play but yeah. like if i'm in bed he's in bed or he's exactly. laying down and then like if i'm up and around he's like walking he's like where did dad go and i'm like i'm right here <laughs> like i'm right here please <laughs> speak okay let's just get into you a little bit. Uh-huh. You are a drag king. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. Let's get into that. What made you, like, start getting into drag? Um, let's see. Like, I... So, I, like, first got into drag in, like, 2017. Like, okay. the beginning of my junior year of college. Mm-hmm. And I had only done, like, one or two performances, like, while I was still in college. Yeah. Um, What'd you go to college for? Acting. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> You know what? Two peas in a pot. Yeah, same. I get yeah. you. I understand you. That like yeah, like theater school. Yeah, it was a it was a time for sure. It really taught me like a lot. Yeah. It it taught me. It taught me. It taught me. Uh, no, it taught <laughs> no, it taught me a lot. I the thing is, theater school. Like I I I learned a. I feel like of course I got a lot better going to it. Mm-hmm. Could there have been a different way? Yeah, absolutely. But you know what? Who, who cares? Just $30,000 in the dream. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you said you performed a couple times in college. Yeah, and so I just had been, like, curious about, especially in, like, theater school, like, it was so, you know, they loved to, that the school that I went to, loved to be like, we're not, like, a cookie-cutter type school, but then did very, like, cookie-cutter type things in terms yeah. of casting. And, um I, I, six out of the seven shows I was in, in college, I was in like all female casts. Oh my gosh. And like, and so that was just like, you know, very like weird for me. And then like there were times where I was just like, I really, I want to play the more like masculine characters and like couldn't really. And then like always trying to find like material that felt like me was like nearly impossible. And I never felt like I could find, um, stuff that I like actually enjoyed doing and so I never felt like I got to go through my fullest potential because I wasn't really pushed there I had to like advocate for myself to be like this is the kind of stuff I want to do this is the kind of Mm -hmm. stuff I want to see myself as and I had you know a lot of supportive teachers especially like after I came out 
and they were mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. I'm, like, still trying to figure it out. But it was just, you like... You came out during college? Yeah. Mm, okay. And so it was just, like... Um, like, I was still, like... So I had, like, come out, like, as, like, you know, like, queer bi when yeah. I was, like, 11. And then, like, you know, lesbian, whatever. Like, and then my end of sophomore year, I, like, came out as non-binary. But, like, it, I wasn't, like... Not like I wasn't treated as it, but I don't think it was like as acknowledged because mm-hmm. I was I went to school with a bunch of like cis people, and so they're like, "Well, Tati hasn't really said anything differently." Yeah, it's my name out of drag, but um, and I'm, and they're like, "I don't know if like this is what, you know, we were supposed to do." And then I had to like, you know, it's kind of coming out never yeah, ends, and coming so, out never ends, and it's constant having to become a teacher for a moment right exactly and so it was just a lot of that and so it was hard to like focus on my craft yeah while also like trying to teach and so I was like I want another way to like express myself where I have a lot more autonomy over like my art that I want to create whatever that is and like figure it out Mm -hmm. because just like theater wasn't doing that that for me I can see, we probably have very similar issues on different sides of the coin, Uh, very much the same, and very, but I actually didn't really come out until the end of college, Mm -hmm. Uh, but like whenever I read something, I would just be like, even like just being black, you would read something Mm -hmm. and be like, this is is not speaking to me, (laughs) this is not speaking to me, and you would go through like a full script, and like your teachers would give you a monologue, and you'd be like... Who, who, who is this for? Right, because they have, like, this is for the female students. This is for the male students. Pick from this list. And it's, like, I was never really seen as feminine in college growing up. Um, I, and, you know, like, there were times when I would, like, try. But I, like, I like especially now, like, where I'm at, yeah. I definitely see, like, oh, I am very much just, like, a gay femboy. Yeah. And that's kind of what I was trying to, like, figure out, but didn't quite know how to, like, express yeah. and, like, you know, yeah, just, like, express it. And so... Mm-hmm. What kind of lot. was, like, that turning point for you? Like, that where you're, like, oh, this is kind of, like, who I am. Where, like, where you kind of felt like you kind of fit that, like, shape a little bit. I feel like it's this is pretty recent i'd say like more so with like my drag in the past year like that is like where i've kind of discovered it just like being like flamboyant on stage and like making that my persona Mm -hmm. just like super gay boy yeah and like i was like oh yes yes this is like totally me and it feels like very authentic and it doesn't feel like forced or like pushed like, you know, I can, like, heighten it or I can, like, to- tone, tone it, it down. down. Yeah. And so it's just, like, I was, like, oh, this is very much, like, how I feel. I definitely – that's very interesting because I uh, – like I said, like, we have a lot of parallels. And I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people have a lot of those parallels where you're looking, like, oh, you know, this fits a lot more. And as I'm figuring out of, like, being mm-hmm. non-binary, being mm-hmm. trans, and then you're just sitting there, you're, like – my head hurts. Yeah, <laughs> and exactly. I, I just you're just like I just want to cry, and then I'm, right now I'm just like, okay, until I figure it out, just say them. Yeah, very much non-binary vibes. I'm mm-hmm. ready. I'm taking it for this, like, uh, taking it as the, the days come along mm-hmm. because, you know, it's there's two things. One, it's an expensive process. Yeah, people never talk about like people always talk about like the 
surgeries and other things like that. But, but like also clothes. the clothes. Clothes. I was literally just having this conversation the other day. Like, so right now, my, my like, mm-hmm. so I just moved and everything. And so, like, most of the stuff I own is drag. And, like, a lot of, like, my pedestrian clothes I've, like, thrown out because mm-hmm. they just aren't me anymore. But just, like, haven't had the money to replace them. Exactly. And so it's, like, you know, for me, just, like, as someone who does, like, drag to, like, help with like paying for things like food bills like rent all of that stuff like for my dog and so i'm like i'm you know more likely to invest in like buying drag or buying things for my drag because that is what's gonna pay yeah and like especially when it comes to drag like you know the better you look the more you're gonna get tipped yeah like people will hand you a 20 if you have like a really nice costume on it just like it just happens that way and also, I, I want to look good, too. And yeah. I like and I like being able to, like, elevate love of me. And I like being able to, like, look good and feel good in my drag. Mm-hmm. And, but I just, like, haven't, you know, done that with my pedestrian clothes. Like, I was like, oh, my God, I have, like, nothing to wear out of drag. Yeah. It's just, like, the same, like, five muscle tanks and, like, three pairs of jeans for the winter and, like, five pairs of shorts <laughs> for the summer. And I'm like... You're like, this is me. I'm like, maybe I should now. And especially since I've gotten top surgery, because mm-hmm. that was like the biggest thing. I was like, I knew I wanted that before like doing anything. Like I haven't started tea. I haven't like done any sort of like I've gotten a haircut now, but like yeah. that's like it. But I was just like, especially now I'm like, oh, I should start buying Laying different clothes, different clothes. That makes me like feel good now. I, yeah, no. And no, I've kind of felt that problem too, where mm-hmm. it's just like, one, it's a lot of money, and two, where you're like, you want to get the things where you're going to look really stunning, and you're going to walk out and be like, oh my god. But then some days, you're just like, oh, but what if I want to casually look yeah. like this? Mm-hmm. And casually just walk outside and like, uh, like something just a little bit more feminine, so or right. a little bit more masculine um, to like present were you like, were a little you like, bit more. I don't want to get clocked, yeah. but like I, I that maybe that's not where you're going but like yeah. there's times when I'm just like okay I don't want to dress like too masculine yeah. because I don't want to have to deal with like stares or looks or whatever yeah. I'm like I'll dress like you know masculine enough where it's just like today I don't want to deal with that which is yeah. like an unfortunate reality not because I don't feel comfortable but it's just like for safety purposes and like we uh, yeah. Chicago is not the tea right now Mm-mm. at all Mm-mm. I like the I've been just on Twitter back to back to back to back yeah. to back like just trans people femme people queer people just getting att- like really attacked but, yeah. like and you're sitting there and you're like um so are we going to address this problem? Right. And a lot of it is also other people in the LGBT. So what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. What is happening right now? Yeah. It's just, I mean, people have always been crazy. People have always like not understood consent and like summer especially brings out that crazy. Yeah. Like the hot weather just like makes people go insane, especially yeah. here. And like, I think, you know, this is really the first summer in three years that people have been able to go out. And you also have, like, a whole new generation of, like, 21 to, like, 23-year-olds who have never gone out before. And so it's like, oh, you're 23. You should know how to act. It's like, no, they 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 literally don't. don't. And so now they're walking around, like, drunk as fuck, like, 
outside the Belmont stop, leaving their friends who are like throwing up in the alley or whatever. And it's yeah. like, okay, no, no, no. You guys have to know. Like, Stick not, together. Not saying that like victim blaming, but it's just like, you know, common sense. Like make sure your friends are okay. Yeah. I mean, you can't stop someone from like you know hurting someone but someone is less likely to come up to someone if there's like a group of people mm -hmm. opposed to like and attack them unless it's like if there is like someone alone they still will attack people for sure and they have and And they have but like it's a lot it's your your it's just a courtesy yeah and exactly and the thing is there of course is like you like you're talking about those two veins of like it shouldn't be happening but also take the precaution right which sucks and just be a good friend too like don't you want to make sure that your friends get Mm -hmm. home safely just be like like always like if i see like someone who i know lives like two blocks and is walking home be like okay like text me when you get home or oh like let me walk you home or whatever like just so i know that like like, where you are yeah like you're safe or whatever and like some of my friends who i'm like really close to we have our location shared and everything yeah but like yeah it's just like it's you know that these are things um, especially cause like I work at Berlin and I do yeah. security there. I haven't done it in a while now that I've been doing like, um, more social media stuff, Yeah. but like I'm there a lot and I perform there mm-hmm. and like work there, but just like the amount of things that like these younger, like people going out don't know, like yeah. even simple things like tipping your bartenders or like tipping your performers. Yeah. Even if you get like a free drink, you tip your bartender. Exactly. You should tip, tip them more because exactly. you got a free drink. And it's like checking in on your friends and like watching like your surroundings and, and not like just bouncing into people. Yeah, and not being rude to the performers on stage. Yeah. I think it's one of the things that I've been seeing a lot since we've gotten back out where people will just be in the front but have a full conversation in the front. Yeah. And you're just sitting there and you're like, Girl, then get to the back. Right, like, exactly. Somewhere, like, somewhere. Where... Or they're like making out or like grinding on each other. And I'm like, is this really the place that you want it? You're like, I'm having a, I'm having a ballot right, <laughs> right. now. And, and you're I'm sitting there like, kissing. What is this? Uh, I'm like, please move. I will. I'm not afraid to just be like, no, you got to go like somewhere else. Like this is not the place. Like the corner. Especially like, if I'm stage managing. I'm like, no, I don't have time for this ooh. bullshit. Like I really. Stage managing. So you're, you must have to be a, like a very organized person because. That is, wait, okay, (laughs) y'all, we'll be right back in a moment, and we're going to get back with love and talk a little bit more about, you know, uh, their drag and other things, and just the Chicago nightlife in general, and also, we're going to play a little game. We'll see you in one second. (laughs) Y'all, welcome back. It's good to see y'all. Hi. But let's get back into it. It seems like you have a lot of jobs within, like, within nightlife, and so that must be a little bit so are all your jobs like nightlife or do you also work in the day i mean like i do social media stuff during the day yeah but like my main stuff like is at night which i love because like i've always been a night owl and so like i i love being up at night that's like when i'm most productive yeah like i love just like sleeping during the day (laughs) um and so i've always just like yeah love just like being out at night and have just always been like wanting to just be more like in clubs and bars and stuff doing whatever I can. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, it seems like you're like really like down for the cause if that makes sense and really down <laughs> like because I was think I was actually thinking about um we'll see. Um I keep thinking about doing like gogo mm-hmm. and uh doing like drag at the same time so I can like mm. bring that in cuz I 
you know, like when you get that itch where you're like, uh, I've not been performing in a second and mm-hmm. I want to perform. And like, I went to an open mic night. Oh man. How'd we, that go? You know, actually pretty well. Okay, good. Um, I, I, I would like to say that, uh, like maybe, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have been the only one doing drag there. Mm. Maybe it was my first performance and mm. maybe... My friend was like, could you just, like, we've never had a drag queen before. And I was like, that sounds, oh, that sounds so much fun. I've always been able to do it. Da, 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 da. You go there and you're just like, there's seven people in this audience. Um, I chose the song Physical and I'm big at the stage. Let's hit it. <laughs> I love that. I was sitting there. I was just literally like, and you could hear every footstep. <gasps> I am, I I'm not little. I'm not like I'm. I no matter right. how like no matter how much I want to be that five foot three little dainty dainty <laughs> lady, I am a six foot three tall woman person. <laughs> and like when I'm stumbling around that stage, it is like one footstep, like six feet every time I walk. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, that's the worst. Is like when you can like hear like your or like you're breathing or mouthing the words and oh. you're just like <laughs> and I'm just like ah! I'm like someone turn the music off <laughs> I sometimes I sometimes like, if I do that I'm like I want to turn to the DJ and I'm like turn it off because like, I'm not feeling it the way we feel it some of these places just like have shitty sound systems so or like if and then also like you have to be careful about like how downloading like downloading your music like stop ripping it off of youtube because it's just like terrible terrible quality and it just gets swallowed up like wherever in whatever you're trying to do um and so it's just it's a mess but yeah no that's another thing levels like working on those levels when it comes to your music is very very important and the thing about that dj was he was the person that kind of understood like what it mm. meant to be like do a drag performance. So like it was I was the only person with like changing lights and like flashing like it was and so everyone's just like, whoa, this is jarring. They're like, this is a lot. And, the, and then everyone was like, woo, you know, cheering at the end, like cheering, of course, because they're like, oh, well, let's just hit it. Let's let's do it. But you get to the performance, you're like, that's a lot of energy for three dollars. Yeah. And a dream. But also I was like, I do remember drag performance. Yeah, exactly. I think yeah, I think at the beginning, too, it's, like, I don't know. It's not always, like, about the money for everyone. A lot of people it is. But there are people who, like, I'm, like, like if they just want to do it as, like, their side, you know, just, like, oh, I'm just doing this for fun. I think that that's a thing, and I think that we should encourage that more, yeah. too. It's, like, it doesn't have to be a career for everyone, and it shouldn't be a career for everyone. Because not yeah. everyone... I've been having this conversation a lot. It's like, yes, all drag is valid, but, like, not all drag is good. And, like, you know, not everyone needs to do... Not saying that that's what it is about you. That sounds terrible, but just, like, I'm going on a tangent. But just, like, I think encouraging a more, like, less competitive environment and Mm -hmm. less, like, I need to do this to, like, make my rent. Or, like, I just want to do this for fun. I don't want to, like, do this as a career or make money. Or, like, even, like, if you start doing it for fun and then you really realize oh i'm actually good at this yeah or you know like the thing is and 
realize or you have that moment where you're like, oh, I'm sickening, perv. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it. I mean, that's like with any other medium. Like, you know, like we see it all the time with like painting or like, I guess, more like visual arts yeah. too. You don't see it as much with like performance art of just like people doing it for fun or like if they do, it's looked down upon. You shouldn't drink my water. No. Hi. Or do you want the air? Yeah, get the condensation. Get the condensation. Theo is literally just... What a fiend. Truly just the co-host of the show. I love it. Oh, Theo, if you knock down this sign, we are going to have to fight. Okay, no, no, no. You can't have that. Theo, down. Not to... Hold on, y'all. We gotta... It's it's a cat situation. Ah, get the cat, get the cat. You literally have water right here. He was like, I don't want that water. I literally just poured it for him this morning. <laughs> Cats are so greedy. They are. Literally the most greedy. <sighs> the most greedy and annoying creatures, but like I love them and And he's so lovable too. So it's so, it's so it's literally it's like, so hard. It's like, damn you, but you're so fucking cute, I can't be mad. <laughs> and when I tell you, like one day, like I remember coming home and he tore up one of my favorite outfits and i remember walking in and i said i was like i'm gonna be better than what people did to me before you know when you like when you're sitting here i'm like i'm not about to be like my parent yes but oh were you upset i was upset i was like theo look at what you did and i then i um and then i put him out my room for 30 minutes (laughs) until he started scratching too much and i said i'm sorry baby i didn't mean to leave you out there for so long i didn't mean to leave you out there for so long Uh, but let's get into the game. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and geez. I'm going to grab my phone really quick. Where Where did you put Where it? did I put my phone? Let's go find it. Oh, it's right here on the floor. <laughs> Hi. Meow. Okay. So, y'all, we're about to play a game called Mm-mm, You or a Me. <laughs> And it's a game where I basically took um, uh, loves, mutuals, and people that they, you know, retweet and kind of just put it on a board and see if they can know their friends or themselves well enough to know if it's their tweet or their friend's tweet. I love this. Okay. okay let's hit it. Uh, um, oh, jeez. <laughs> I hope it's nothing too bad. <laughs> it was nothing. It's nothing too awful. Okay. <clears throat> And if it is, we can just, that's what, the beauty of editing, <laughs> the beauty of editing, uh, um, I'm going to read the tweet first and then okay. I'm going to say who it could be. Okay. Girl, I'm fucked up, tired, and the secret is asleep, asleep. So I'd have to wake her up and I want to leave, but I want to go to the beach. That was what mercy. What do I do? That was mercy. <laughs> wow. That was mercy. I remember that. <laughs> Dang. You know what? Look, boom. Um, this one's going to be a little bit harder because I did make them a little bit more vague as they okay. go on because their voice, everyone's voices in Chicago on Twitter is, is very it's apparent. It's starting to blend in. Like, blend in, but, but also, also like apparent. very apparent because like you can tell the difference between like uh, like a tenderoni tweet or a Bambi tweet Yeah. when you're just sitting there you're like, mm, yes, mm-hmm. I see you. Yeah. I can literally hear you talking <laughs> right now. Okay. Um, okay. Why is my brain backwards when I try to do choreo? You or Tenderoni? That's Tenderoni. That's Tenderoni. True. I was like, I know that's not me. 
even though that is me. My brain is backwards when I try to do choreo. I just didn't vocally say you that. Never, I never posted that on social media. Okay. This one's going to be really, I think, also very difficult. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's a series of tweets. Oh, it's four. Oh, God. Mm-mm. Hear me out. Laughing emoji. <clears throat> Hot face emoji. Laughing emoji. Mm-mm. Is this what cancers feel like all the time? <laughs> um, Do you know this tweet? Do you feel like you know who this person is? Do you is feel... It, I, I want to say Stephanie, but I don't think it's her. Um, this one seems like it. I'm going to guess Stephanie. Okay. It's not. No. Oh, it's no. someone very close to you. Closer, very, well, I mean, I could say you, but I feel like you already know it's not you. It's not me. <laughs> but who is it? Do you want a hint? Is it Tiki? No. Is it Liv? No. Would you, um, would you like me to read it again? No. I, 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 I can picture, do I know this tweet? I don't know. Who is it? Luck. Luke. 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 Luke on me. Luke. <laughs> Luke. Oh, my God. It's your parent. How could oh you not dad. know? My dad. I'm so sorry. Your dad. Come on. <laughs> that is very close. <laughs> it's very close. I was sitting here. I was like, it's very close to you. I was like, it's Luke. It's, it's Luke. literally my dad. Oh, my hey, God. Hey, you know what? I'm we. So hey, I'm not going to say that you should know every one of your dad's tweets. I should. But you should. I should. He would. Yeah. Especially his Aries ass totally is like, what are emotions? <laughs> what, literally, what are emotions? Uh -um. I also have one question for you at the end of this, but I'm going to save that for after this one. Okay. Uh -um. An ER is a lot like a restaurant when you really think about it. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> so let's talk about this tweet. <laughs> what does this mean? What does this mean? Okay. I actually followed up with an explanation because Pagina was like, please explain this. <laughs> and I was like, okay, when you think about it, like you come into the ER and you have someone, you have mm -hmm. like the front desk receptionist like greet you. And yes. that's like, that's like the host, you know, like at a restaurant. And yeah. it's like, okay, here's your number. And then they're going to, and then it's like, okay, great. We're like waiting, like maybe got to wait or like, yeah. oh, you can go straight to your room or like if you're in a restaurant, it would be straight to like your table. Yeah. And then, you know, like you have, you go to your room, you have someone come in, take your vitals, which is like, you know, a busser bringing you like the waters, you know, oh like my while you're gosh, the parallels. And then you have like, um, you have like, and that's like the nurse or tech or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you have like the doctor come in to like diagnose the problem yeah. and like prescribe you things. Yeah. And so that's like the server coming to take your order and give you like your meal. <laughs> and, then, and then you have like in case like things are going wrong, you have like the doctors, like uh, the supervising doctor, which is like yeah. the manager. And then like, and then you're done. And so it's like a restaurant. Yeah. And ER, you know what? An ER is like a restaurant, you know? And now that you've explained it like that and put all those parallels together. Absolutely. Exactly. Oh, but the only thing is ERs don't have no good food. No, they don't. Have they you don't. ever been, how long have you been at a, like in a hospital? 
Um, I've been like, have I been overnight? If I you've think, never been overnight, that's a blessing. I if think you, I have, because I had, oh, I had to get a cyst removed when I was mm. like 13. And so I had to like stay. Oh, but you had the good food. The yeah, children get yeah, the good I have food. It, yeah, I have it. Yeah, I have it. I mean, it was okay. It wasn't like anything special. Let me tell you something. I had the adult food. They came and gave me a vegetarian lasagna. I... I smelt it and I said, this smells like a foot. I'm getting Uber Eats. And I was like, I cannot eat this. And I was sitting in bed because it was like week one and a half in the hospital. I was sitting there. I was like, I I'm putting food. my foot down. I need real food. I get, they were like, they were like, are you sure? Like, we're not sure if your um, dad can help handle it. I was like, if my stomach can't handle it, that's my stomach. I will take care of that. But I'm not going to eat this nasty ass food anymore. <laughs> No, they're like no seasoning because, you know, of course, someone could be allergic. So they try to make it as bland as possible. Right. And you're sitting there and you're like, Ugh. It's truly disgusting. Mm. And this is the actual question that I've wanted to ask you. Yes. So your Twitter handle. <laughs> this label that you've given yourself. Yeah. Chicago's most breedable king. Correct? Yes. Am I, am I, uh, I feel like I got that correct. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's talk about that. What's that mean? What's that mean? <laughs> so, so what are we saying here? Like, let's talk about it. Oh my god! Who gave you? Did someone give you this title? No, this did you give me? You? This was me just like fucking around because that's that was also it goes back to what I was saying earlier about yeah. like being a gay boy and like having that realization and just being like I want to be just like a the drag most king. I, well, I just want to be a drag king. Yes, that. But I just want to be a drag king who is just, like, super duper fucking gay. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of times in just, like, masculinity itself, you mm -hmm. don't see that femininity portrayed as much. Like, there are plenty of, like, you know, trans masks and, like, trans men and drag kings who are, like, feminine and flamboyant. Yeah. But they, you know, they aren't, you know, put as much to the forefront. You yeah. see, like, the ones who are, like passable or yeah. who are who look like cis men or whatever yeah. and who um who who are trying who um are like as masculine as possible or whatever like the patriarchy's version of like masculinity is which is a lot more loosely defined than femininity yeah but like and not that there's anything wrong with people who are like that but i think that it's also important to show that like you know trans masculine people can be super femme yeah. drag kings can be like super femme mm -hmm. and gay and that was something that I, I was always like inspired by in my drag yeah. and then it like kind of finally clicked one day mm -hmm. and i was just like oh yeah like i am kind of gay on yeah. stage aren't i i was like i am such a like gay boy and i was like i am flamboyant and yeah. i was like i really want to like play into that and i'm like well, what's gayer than being breedable i guess literally <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, what is, what's gay than being I was like, what would be like a fun Chicago's gayest king, like Chicago's faggiest king. And I was like, no, I'm going to be a bottom. <laughs> I'm literally going to be I'm, the best bottom. Yes. I was like, I'm going to be the best bottom in Chicago. <laughs> oh, I mean. Trademark it. Yeah. Don't forget the trademark it because mm -hmm. that's literally when I saw that, I was like, I think that was the original thing that made me follow you because <laughs> I feel like it was like a day where like, um, like you, like you first changed your name and then everyone started talking about it yes, and I, I saw it and I was like, 
this is hilarious. Yeah, because I was in a group chat at the time. And because, like, that's how I think that's when it was, like, starting. We were talking about it. And then I was like, oh, yeah. And then all of my, my friends started changing their handles on, like, how they were related to it. And I was like, I was like, oh, my God, this is hilarious. It was, oh, yes, because it was, like, I think someone said the auntie. Yes, um, yes. Chicago's Bougie auntie, like, a cousin. Someone said acquaintance. It was really acquaintance. <laughs> funny follower of right exactly it was really fun that um, is really fun that's hilarious mm-hmm. i that's hilarious yeah i just i was like why not i think it's fun and i think it's a great title to have yeah and like honestly like now like no one else can claim that is you yeah <laughs> and i'm gonna i'm like i'll make some merch eventually so i can get that out there you said please uh merch stores yes uh, exactly <laughs> that i love that 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 mm, when like i think that's that was just so funny to me and so clever <laughs> you were literally so funny because i also watched your roast and when i tell you i was sitting there how was that competition for you like it was it was fun. It was stressful, but I was, like, having a good time. And, and we're talking about um, freshman 15? 15, yeah. Yes. And so, um, you know, of course, it's, like, stressful, like, trying to just, like, come up with new shit every week. We got, like, the prompts ahead of time. But, like, and I have been thinking about it, but, like, uh, like about them ahead of time. But I was, like, I don't know how far I'm going to make it. I don't want to, like, buy a bunch of shit in case I don't make it as far yeah. as, like, as it and then I made it to like the finale and so I was like okay I guess I could have gone a little bit further but um yeah it was it was just I just had a really good time and I got like close to so many people and yeah. like I like a couple of like who I consider my best friends were mm-hmm. like in it and because of that like like are my best friends and yeah. I just got to like do a bunch of fun stuff and like wacky shit and like make really cool outfits like with my friends and like come up with really fun and like stupid concepts and really kind of like hone in on like what I want to do with my drag Mm -hmm. and um and I also just got to like really showcase that too to like people out there and be like okay I can do a lot of different things Mm -hmm. and you know like there are things I'm like better at obviously but like you know you can count on me for like whatever do you think um so, what is it like to be uh, a drag performer where there are, uh, I don't want to say what seems like to be, like, uh, more, um, the like, the art form of drag is definitely more, like, drag queens are a little bit more prominent in the eye of the public right now. Mm-hmm. And so, what is it like to kind of deal with that, like, dichotomy of being, like, I like, want to feel just as, like, validated as, like, every other performer on the stage because you're putting in just as much effort and doing it just as much, and, like, it feels like sometimes the recognition just isn't as seen. Right. Um, yeah, it's, it's frustrating. That was a little deeper no, question, yeah, but I was no, just... I mean, I'm totally fine with it because I've been... There's been a lot of, like, discourse lately about kings um, and just, like, you know, like, you see it on Drag Race all the time. You see all these queens, like, when they want to show versatility, they'll dress up as a king, but then RuPaul won't allow, like, drag kings on to the show. Yeah. Like, that's too different to judge. Yet, like, go to pretty much any competition in Chicago and you have drag kings mm-hmm. competing alongside, and not even just Chicago, but, like, any major city pretty yeah. much. 
um, competing alongside queens. And, like, you literally just had Tenderoni win Drag Queen of the Year last year. Oh. And, like, competing against, like, other queens. And so it's, um, it's just, yeah, I, I mean, it's, I'm just, like, frustrated because it's, like, y'all are just, like, bending over backwards to make these stupid-ass opinions. And part of it is because of RuPaul. I mean, a lot of people didn't think that trans people should compete on Drag Race because of RuPaul. And it's, like, trans, black trans women and, like, brown trans women were are the reason that like drag exists the way that it does today they are the pioneers and they are being you know axed out of of the the biggest opportunity for them yeah and it's honestly it's still like like it's still not enough Mm -hmm. i want to see people who go into the show and you know exactly who they are because we don't get to see that on our screen Mm -hmm. still enough you're just sitting there and you're like well, I'm only seeing this one example of what it's like to be like, uh, like a like a trans contestant on this mm-hmm. TV show. One or two examples now. Right. We've gotten a little bit further on it, but it was very, especially at like even like a year ago. It, yeah. Very different story. Yeah. Very different and people timeline. were very against it, and people just love to be like, "Oh, kings are boring," and it's like, how can you? You don't know every king. There are plenty of queens who are boring, but like. And, you know, there are kings who are boring, too. But it's, like, it's a whole subset yeah. of a group that there are many different kinds of performance. And how can you say that, like, this whole subset is a different, is, like, a kind that you don't vibe with? It, it's just, like, it doesn't make any sense. And mm-hmm. so I just, like, I don't know. I try to ignore, like, not try to, like, get into arguments in general on mm-hmm. Twitter. Um but, like, sometimes I will just be like, this is so fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, and, like, I've said, I've said, like, before, too, it's just that, like, you know, I'm really happy that, like, a lot of the people that I, like, am mutuals with, like, mm-hmm. agree that these takes are dumb and stupid. But it's like, okay, now you need to start putting in that work in terms of, like, you know, cultivating your own scene here. Like, Chicago has a lot of fucking kings. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, you need to... Um, make sure that you are like uplifting them, like casting them in shows, going to support their shows, yeah. reposting their stuff, mm-hmm. and as much as you do, like yeah. queens who are like just as polished, because there are so many kings who are like super polished and way more creative than um, like you know a brand new queen yeah. is, and so it's just like about uplifting that and making sure that you're mm-hmm. nourishing this community here, so then kings can be as successful here, mm-hmm. and then take it elsewhere as well i think that especially in chicago people have like because um i went before i got here i only was in an area where it was all queens mm-hmm. and i only saw RuPaul's drag race and so when i got to chicago i was like wait and i was like there's a, like i was like there's another version of this yeah i was like yes okay okay and like i feel like a lot of it comes from like it not being like people don't think it can be as glamorous but like I feel like there have been so many examples where kings give us not only glamour, but, like, very, just different perspectives. Because mm-hmm. even if you look at Luke, where, like, their mm-hmm. last performance with the crisp, like, the pearls yeah. coming down their eyes. And, like, listening to Crazy and just letting, watching them perform as, like, just a drag performer. And you're just sitting there, you're like, this is what I want to see. This is what's going to be, like, that next step. Mm-hmm. And, like, I just feel like sometimes people love... People just get comfortable. Mm-hmm. People sometimes can't push their mind to go a little further because it's right. just like you accept this, but you don't accept this. And you don't think that 
these people put as much effort as these people when they absolutely do. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm like, it's not easy to like, like get the, like get these clothes. And honestly, sometimes it's a lot more expensive to get these suits. Yeah. And finding <laughs> designers or exactly. like wig stylists who can like actually make stuff for Kings. Um, I'm very lucky because Ted Roni has given me a lot of his drag. And so if you've ever, I always joke, I'm like, if you've ever seen me in anything you like, it is most likely from Ted Roni. <laughs> um, but you know, and it's just like, that's also what I love too. is just like how we help each other out too and like support each other. Yeah. Um, it's really, it's really great to see. Um, and you know, like I, I also acknowledge that like, I'm very lucky, like, mm-hmm. um, I've, like, only really been doing drag, like, in person consistently for a year, like, yeah. this June. And so I'm just, like, very lucky with, like, the bookings that I have. But I know, you know, that it could be a lot more of us that are getting these consistent bookings. But yeah. I understand, too, that, like, we're seeing, like, a really big surge of kings right now. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, let's, like, nourish them. Let's give them more opportunities to grow and mm. learn. Because, like, that's how I was able to grow and learn was, like, by being booked for things. Yeah. And um, being able to perform consistently. And so that was helping me. Yeah. And, and how like, are you supposed spaces. to, like, get better without opportunity? Exactly. Like, exactly. people are like, oh, we never see them as polished. But you're like, if someone gets one opportunity to perform, do you think and they're like, going to be... As good as the person that gets 30? Right, exactly. But also at the same time, sometimes they are. Actually, a lot of times they are. Because right. you look at the like you look at the story and you're like, I can see it. Mm-hmm. I can feel it. And like at the end of the day, like you also know they have to like... like and this is going to sound awful, but like try harder because they don't get like as many opportunities. So they're like, mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure that y'all going to book me every single time. And like, it just honestly just seems unfair. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a lot, but um, you know I think I think Chicago's gotten a little too relaxed in terms of like how we are booking people, and I think we need to like step it up and like you know challenging those like ideals and challenging like okay I am gonna book outside of my friend group or I am gonna book this king I've only seen on Instagram like yeah. and seen like a couple reels of yeah um or like I am gonna book this new trans performer or yeah. whatever. And it's like, we need to start, you know, taking those risks. And it's like, it's not going to hurt if, like, they do one performance and then they completely bomb. Okay, then, you know, maybe wait to book them for a few more months. Yeah. Now you've tried it. Okay, you didn't lose any money. Yeah, you didn't lose any money. And also, at the same time, like, if they showed up on time Mm -hmm. and they did everything else, sometimes people just need the opportunity to know, like, this is exactly what I do. You don't know if you're sparking someone. Like, to push forward and be better. like. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I will say Chicago does care a lot about, like, how people act, for sure. Yeah. Like, Chicago's really good with that. Especially yeah. since I came back from, mm-hmm. like, when I first got here, like, it was the tip of the uh, BLM movement. Mm-hmm. And Chicago was not, like, yeah. if you had a different opinion, bitch, get, like, ugh. Like, no. you don't believe Black Lives Matter? Right. <laughs> and I think, yeah. right exactly and i that's what i love about it here um and you know i'm really excited i just love i do love being here even with all of its like crazy like hair pulling moments that there are the thing is no place can be perfect exactly and honestly you can see we can see chicago moving forward and getting better right and that's honestly better than a lot of places yeah um for sure i definitely think chicago is one of like the better places for 
like I would say all types of drag, mm-hmm. like for like trans performers, for alt performers, for kings, for queens, for things, for everything. Yeah. Um, to like try it out and explore it. Um, and you don't get that Everywhere. in a lot of, yeah, other Ohio, places. You no. get, you, you get, <laughs> let me tell you something. Living there, I would go to the drag shows and I knew I loved, I, I guess I didn't know the difference, but like all the queens, they were just all like 40, 50 years old. Mm-hmm. Give you a little step touch, touch your hand, yeah. look at you, hold your hand for a second. Yeah. Take that dollar and look away. And I would be like, ah! <laughs> I do love the classic like pageant queens though who yeah. do be doing that who just like walk around and they're like I know I look hot well, and like is- I know I am and it's like also like if you are like that legendary status like you know you don't have to like give do- as much exactly. <laughs> and the thing is also at the same time like being like beautiful like is difficult yeah doing like your makeup first your mug <laughs> I was I was sitting here because um I'm probably gonna do it um before you're announced I'm gonna do completely do your face. Oh my god! That gosh. was one of my challenges. Oh my gosh! Um, you're gonna probably do better than I do. <laughs> that is not true. You have a great face. Thank you. Don't even do that because I was looking at your face. I was like, this is very like, like I don't because I'm just like where's highlight? Where's everything? I'm oh like, oh my god. Okay, I'm and when I try it for the first time, I'm I might just send it to you. Please. Or I might just uh, send it to the world. Depends. Yes. On how good or bad it is. If it's really, if it's I still really bad, I'm going to I still want to see it either way. Ooh, okay. I still want to see it either way. I am definitely going to do that because I've been wanting to like actually like kind of go through the Rolodex of different faces. Because sometimes mm-hmm. when you do your same face every single day, you kind of get stuck and you're just right. like, well, I'm pretty like this. I don't, but I'm like, but what if I want to actually kind of maybe bring a different side of me out Mm -hmm. something that's a little bit more uh not masculine but like just a little bit more different different yeah yeah and we're gonna take a quick break Mm -hmm. and be right back in one moment see you in a second y'all hey we're back and it's the recording yes that's recording we are in the final segment of a little bit petty and we're about to get a little I do this every single time where I'm like this is the final segment of a little bit petty and we're about to get a little bit petty and it's just like just <laughs> and go be like and then we're gonna get a, I have literally a script in my mind and I always you're freak just it a up robot now. yeah I mean it's one of those things where you're like you know oh man I'm sometimes you're like I got it down pat I'm professional now mm-hmm. and then you mess up and you're like uh, <laughs> let, me, let me just crawl back into a hole really quick and <laughs> but for real let's get a little bit petty okay okay tell me any type of story, what's been your most petty moment or something petty someone has done to you where you were like, bitch, good on you. Like, okay, I see you. Oh, man. <laughs> um, there's been a lot for sure. Um, I guess like the first thing coming to mind when I was in like seventh grade. Yeah. So um, I went to... I, I was out at the time, mm-hmm. and I one of my friends was dating um, this one girl, mm-hmm. and um, I kind of liked her, like, her girlfriend, and, like, her girlfriend kind of liked me, and, um, but, like, her girlfriend wasn't at the sleepover, yeah. um, and, but, like, we all were, and we were, like, playing, like, spin the bottle or whatever, oh. and, um, and, like, she, like, my friend was playing it. And we were all we were all playing it and we we're all like kissing each other or whatever. Mm-hmm. And 
my friend was like, okay, just like don't tell, like no one can tell my girlfriend or whatever. And like, I. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. You. You, you said I am the app. <laughs> and then and then I we dated for like a few weeks like after that and like went on a couple dates. <laughs> you said not only am I gonna tell tell her, but then. <laughs> so you dated the girl that you told on, or you dated the girl that uh the that girlfriend. You told? The girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> middle school was wild for me. Middle school. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say middle school was awful. <laughs> middle school, I don't know like. So I was listening to um this podcast and they're like high school was the best years of my life. I said, Ooh, that's how you know your life you, is you miserable. Peaked. Yeah, girl, like high school would like people are like it's the most fame you ever have. I'm like for you. If and it was if, nice not paying bills, not having to worry about like well, I mean like sometimes having to worry about food, but like not having to be the one to like worry about like food. like I'm not the main one taking care of it. Yeah, you exactly. Are. And like I don't have to worry about that. That was so great. But other than that, like no, it's no, not fun. No, it's not fun at all. Like high school sucks. And middle school's even worse. And when I tell you Elementary school was kinda of fun. That was cute. Elementary school <laughs> Elementary is like we when you recess. first when I tell you elementary school the only memory I have is when I like started to cuss and like there was this teacher that I hated I'm like fuck that bitch and I and everyone was like you can't say that I'm like I know but I don't care and they're like I don't care either we all just say fuck and then one day one of my friends was like I actually don't like to cuss and like it, like and then told on us and we were just like bitch but then I was God, like and then I didn't God. cuss for like another like five months and then I was like no what hello. Everyone cusses. Literally. I cussed in front of my parents for the first time when I was in eighth grade, and yeah, I can no. still feel the hamper on oh, my ass. Oh, no. They're like, what'd you say, um, Sky? And I was like, hmm? Nothing. Nothing. They were like, come here. Get the spoon. Where'd you hear that from? Where'd you hear that from? You. Mm-hmm. I wish I was that smart. Where'd you hear that from? You. Right? Literally you. Where do you think I heard that from? Girl, I don't just make up these words out of my head. The other little kids weren't saying it. Oh, yeah. My mom would cuss all the time growing up. Yeah. But as soon as you said one word, that belt. Well, that's not true. Not everyone's like that. But my my parents were a little bit like that. Mm. Like, when whenever we would get in real trouble, that's when they would be like, mm. bring it out. Mm. I think that's, like, also your most petty moment, like, it's kind of iconic. I'm mean, also like at the same time, <laughs> she low-key like cheated. So Yeah. Like but low-key, like, but like a kiss. It's also just like eh, when we were in seventh grade. <laughs> also, seventh grade is the time when you can be your most dramatic. Exactly. And everyone just accepts it because they're like, you're a teenager. Mm-hmm. Like I yeah. That <laughs> you, it's your hormones. Like it's your hormones. Calm down. Oh my god. When people used to say like He's only mean to you because he likes shut. What? I hate that because then it translates into shit later on. They said if he is toxic, stay. He's gonna turn around. He loves you. He loves you. He wants you to stay. Um, but now we're at my least favorite part, which is <laughs> the ending. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any final words to say? Or piece of advice to say to the petty audience. Actually, I've I've been doing this to every queer person, and they are they hate it. And by every queer oh, person, geez. I've only had one other guest, but oh. I'm ready to tell you. So, what does pride mean to you? Oh, it's, ah! it's 2022. 
it means collecting these checks and getting my money so I can pay rent. But that is what it, that's what it means to me. But I think pride is fucking bullshit. And I hate that you asked that. Do not show me a fucking rainbow. You're so rude. <laughs> I can't breathe. Because the laugh, yes, they looked at me, we stared at each other for five minutes, and we were just like, so what does it mean? <laughs> what does it mean to you? What does it mean to you? And then they're like, what does it mean to you? And I was like, why would you ask me that? Why would you say that to You're me? You're so rude. <laughs> it's, well, it was one of those things where it was just like, um, you know, during Pride season, um, I'm trying to collect this check too. And when you say Pride season or like, oh, what, what does Pride mean to you? Quick, 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 quick. Give me that money. Give mm-hmm. that. Give me this queer baby some money because I. Yes. it's hard out here. Right. I need to pay rent. Right. I need to pay rent. It's not cheap. Mm-mm. But thank you for that answer. That would be the first thing that goes up um, for the Pride campaign on my TikTok. So, <laughs> and I'll make sure that it sounds good. I'll, I'll leave all the like, parts where, you, you know, I'll just say like checks, ing in on people, and then I'll go back to something else you said earlier and then <laughs> just clip it together where it's like, oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. I love Pride. <laughs> um, but love, thank you. Yeah, thank so you. So much for being on this podcast. I really do appreciate it. Thank you for saying yes. I was yes. actually really nervous because I was just oh like, my God. I was like, I really like this person. And like, oh, I'm going further and further me. away from like my friends. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to people that I'm like, this person interests me. What are they like? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll just DM them and see if they want to talk. Let's see. Thank you for asking of me. Course. I had and so much fun. I had such a great time thank you so much and y'all don't forget to follow love where can they find you uh you can find me at twitter or instagram venmo cash app at love me king l-u-v-a-m-i-k-i-n-g and did you hear that cash app and venmo did you hear it mm-hmm. did you hear it i'll take it i'll take the tip. did you hear it take the tips <laughs> if you even chuckle once <laughs> i, I want to hear them tips chick, 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 chick. okay um, y'all, it's Skylar Badu everywhere. If you want to see me, meet me, say hello, look at the rainbow timeline, be glitter, be gay, learn about pride, his gay, queer, 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 gay, gay, gay. <laughs> Have a great day, y'all, and I can't wait to see y'all and for y'all to listen to my voice again next time. Bye, and thank you so Bye. much. Bye. Bye. Okay, thumbnail time. <laughs> That was so <laughs> ugly. That was so ugly. So stupid. I so stupid. That I think we got it yeah, the first got, one. Yeah.